0: So Thursday morning is our regular date with the Morning Brew Vets, Dr. David Gething, who is on the line with us now. Uh, Morning, David. How are you? Good morning, James. I'm I'm, I'm, going to be honest with you, I'm busy today. It's been just, I'm I'm actually, they've
1: made me work in the hospital and actually seeing patients has been crazy busy.
0: (laughs) I guess people are trying to cram in their visits before the Christmas holiday, make sure the the dogs and cats and uh, various animals are um, all ready, right?
1: Yeah, I think this is it, right? I think this, this always happens before every holiday that people have sort of left things for a while, it's sort of okay, and then they have mm. this last-minute thought of, my goodness, if this goes wrong over Christmas, it's going to ruin Christmas dinner. We better get it fixed today.
0: Mm, absolutely, absolutely. I, I guess Christmas is an interesting time, um, quote unquote, for animals, isn't it? Because you know, we we always have this thing about um, uh, should you get a puppy for Christmas and and uh, you know the worries that that brings. But there's there's also always a few mishaps that happen during Christmas. Most of them, I I think, are kind of avoidable if we think about. In advance, right?
1: Yeah, look, you're, you're completely right. But Christmas, is, there's always this. this I, I don't know. Every year, we see dogs that have a, normally dogs, sometimes cats, to get themselves in trouble on Christmas Day. And I'm going to say it's half. I'm going to blame the owners half the time, but half the time you wonder what the dog's thinking as well eating, eating, you know, eating Christmas decorations or or eating all of the the, the sort of the leftover trimmings or something like that.
0: Right, right. Is is that a common thing that um, you know they just just eat the wrong stuff? What sort of stuff are you talking about?
1: Yeah, so yes, I guess I mean this this happens every year. We we do run an emergency centre, so every year on Christmas Day we're inundated with people who are dogs and cats who've got into the wrong thing. The most common one we see that's a, that's a big problem is with dogs. It's probably dogs eating the leftovers from Christmas dinner. And yet everyone's feeling very generous. And everyone's mm. giving the dog bits of turkey and, uh, you know, bits of off cuts of the ham. And it, just, it, it sets the dog's stomach off and, and gets huge, huge problems, gastroenteritis. We've already, we can already say we've already had a dog so far this year. That's got him to the Christmas dinner one day early. That happened today. So we right. lost to him for being ahead of the curve um the other one we get that's quite a big problem is we see cats eating christmas decorations especially tinsel Mm. and the tinsel gets blocked in the stomach and causes pretty big disasters i do not know why you'd want to eat tinsel but cats seem to really
0: like the experience how do you deal with that i mean how do you get a piece of tinsel out of a cat's stomach i mean that's quite a tough one right
1: well look if we're lucky and it's not too late we can use an endoscope and stick a stickle of endoscope down through the mouth you know make the cat sleepy and use an endoscope down through the mouth and pull it out um which is like a special camera on a stick that you can you can mm. move things with mm. unfortunately if it gets left longer and it goes down to the intestines sometimes it means uh, a bit of an emergency surgery
0: Wow that sounds uh, yeah pretty nasty that um i guess yeah there's lots of things in the home that we're not used to having around and uh, perhaps that's what it is that animals are just interested in this new stuff which has suddenly turned up
1: well yeah look I should do i mean every christmas i should I feel i should do like a public service announcement about this for people the big ones we see problems with um definitely eating too much christmas dinner especially do not give animals cooked bones that's just a recipe for disaster um, be careful of Christmas decorations and pine needles. Of course, the old favorites, you know, don't give dogs chocolate or dogs or cats chocolate or garlic or onions. Um, and the other one, I hate to say it every year. We see at least one drunk dog, so don't give your dog liquor on Christmas. He doesn't need it.
0: Christmas groove. I haven't had this much fun since Two Little Boys" was number one. If my friends could see me now, how do I look? Okay, uh, we're back with you now. Sorry, we, we uh, lost things a little bit uh, for a moment. Had a little technical difficulty. Uh, David, sorry, um, you were saying. What are some of the other uh, Christmas issues that uh, dogs get up to?
1: So I guess I mean I'm not sure which part you heard me get up to, but I think the they all get get towards. But I guess the, the most common things we see are dogs who've eaten cooked bones, uh, dogs who've eaten too much of so turkey or ham. Uh, also, I guess the common things: are chocolate, coffee, onions, garlic. And unfortunately, every year we have at least one drunk dog, which is not right. much fun for anybody. So do not do not give your dog Christmas a Christmas spirit. It doesn't help him.
0: Does that does that happen on purpose or, or literally by mistake? Does somebody leave leave a glass of beer or a glass of wine and the dog just just goes for it?
1: Everybody tells me it's by mistake, but sometimes I'm not entirely convinced that's the truth. Um, I, I, I have no idea. Uh, I can't see why the dog would drink beer by himself, but it, it happens. And look, it's, it's it never ends up well. So don't give your dog a drink over Christmas. It's not going to help. We see one every year.
0: Now, if we've got through uh, Christmas, um, you know, uh, are there any other general tips we should uh, think about for, for animals and looking after those new puppies, that sort of stuff that we, we should mention?
1: So you, you broke up a little bit there, but uh, looking after animals in the holiday season, you mean?
0: Yeah, that's right. Anything we should avoid. I suppose, you know, animals get left at home sometimes. You know, new puppies are just not uh, – people are just not used to dealing with uh, with new puppies, right?
1: Look, I, but I did say – I mean, I hate to look at any silver linings, but the silver lining to the huge cloud we is that people are spending more time at home. So we're actually seeing dogs much better behaved. Uh, you know, people doing much more, more bonding and socialisation with their dogs. And we're seeing, you know, I hate to say this, but we're seeing a lot less behavioral problems in dogs because I think people are actually spending more time with their pets. So, in a strange way, it's a silver lining to the whole huge cloud we had over us right now
0: okay now let's just quickly turn to another question um, we had a question a couple of questions actually came in about um, about uh, looking after animals feet and claws in particular and one question that came up was about um, how you deal with this is kind of completely different from Christmas away from Christmas sure. for a second um, this is about cats and these kind of double claws that they they, they have or grow because they're indoors a lot um, and uh, is this this is a thing I think where, where they have a claw and then they grow another claw underneath and how do you deal with that sort of thing
1: ah uh, yes okay so certainly not a christmas issue but certainly what we can talk about this is this is um cats are normally meant to be in the wild they're climbing trees they're scratching on things they're marking their territory and they that ends up grinding the nails down and pulling the nail sheath out so sort of constantly renewing new nails for cats who live indoors especially if they're not doing any kind of you know, you don't have one of these scratching posts, they're not sort of taking care of their nails, they can end up getting what's called double nails. So the nail just keeps sort of growing longer and longer and longer. And look, the really bad case you see is when, I hate to say it, the nail keeps growing, goes right round and grows back into the foot and and causes a wound and really hurts the cat. Um, you know, I, I guess I'd say to you, if you have a cat who's not scratching or not not taking care of their own nails. Some, some cats will bite their nails out or chew their nails and that fixes it. If your cat's not doing that, you're going to have to trim the nails probably at least once a month to keep them down. Um, I'd say to people, every cat should have a scratching post in the house. You know, it's a normal part of cat behaviour to be scratching stuff and either either it's going to be your sofa or it's going to be the scratching post. So give him something to do
0: and so, that will help the nails too. So it is just a sim- symptom of of cats being indoors all the time. There's nothing actually wrong. It's just they they just don't have that scratching.
1: Yeah, I mean, in most cases, they're meant to be running around and climbing trees and doing things, and the nails just wear down by themselves. Look, it's not just cats. I see this in dogs, too. And you see dogs who are living all the time on carpet. They're never going outside. They're never walking. And again, the nails grow really long, and they they unfortunately grow right round and grow back on the foot as well. Um, This is not generally a problem in dogs who go walking outside. This is more the dog who lives inside all the time.
0: And um, just talking, uh, t- turning to another point that's come in about uh, animals' claws and dogs' claws in this case. Um, in one particular dog, the the dog has got white claws, two kind of white claws, and the other claws are black. Um, any idea what this is, what sort of thing this could be?
1: Look, this is just a pig, well, in most cases, this is the pigment of the dog and some... I guess like some people have brown hair, some people have red hair, some people have you know, black hair. Dogs' nails can be different coloured, um, and even you know on on one foot you can have a couple of couple of clear nails and a couple of black nails something like this. Black nails are so hard to trim because obviously with an animal's nails they have a little vein that grows out, and so you don't want to trim the nail too short because you might cut the vein, and that's obviously incredibly painful for the dog, but also will cause them to bleed. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I. I hate when people ask me to cut their black dog's nails because I'm terrified of cutting into the vein. Um, my advice to people when they're cutting nails, be conservative, just take a little bit off, and don't don't overdo it because if you cut back into that vein, there's blood, it's really hurt the poor thing. Um, and also it also really bleeds badly too
0: it's very it's actually very difficult isn't it to know what that point is to to trim them uh i've had this, that problem with my dogs uh that you, yeah. you you think oh gosh these nails are really long and uh and then you trim you know a reasonable amount off it but then you've you've gone just too far and the thing starts bleeding and you say like, oh dear you know really not trying to do that at all it's finding that that point is really difficult
1: Look, absolutely. And the, the longer the nails get, the more that vein grows out. So you certainly can't cut long nails back as, as much as you cut short nails back. One tip that I'll often I'll use myself is if you see a dog who's got a couple of clear nails and a couple of black nails, judge how much you can cut back on the clear nail. And it's obviously going to be the same for the black nail. So so use the clear nails as a guide to how much you can cut. Don't cut near the small pink vein. Leave at least a millimeter or two after that. Um, and I guess as I err on the side of caution, cut less is better than cutting more.
0: And, and the same goes for cats, right? Pretty much the same way to cut the claws?
1: Yeah, cats have sort of these funny little nails, like a triangle with a hook on the end. Just cut the little hook off the end. You don't need to cut into the tri- triangle. You can see the pink quick in the nail as well on cats. Stay well away from it. Um, I'm going to be really honest with you. With my, with my dogs, they go walking outside, so I never have to trim their nails. And I'd, I'd advise people, if you can, take your dog for a walk outside. It'll grind down his nails and also make him a happier creature. For cats, sometimes they need it. But a lot of cats will use a scratching post or, 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 or trim down their nails themselves. So in a lot of cases, you don't need to. Just see how you go
0: for your own cats. David, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks, James. Have a great Christmas. You too.